When you save on auto insurance for driving safe with USAA SafePilot, you'll feel like a big deal. Even in a traffic jam. Save up to 30% with USAA SafePilot. Restrictions apply. Previously on Androids and Aliens. My name is Seiyun, and I can sense great power awakening. And I know that I was to awaken alongside that great power. As Steve and the starship face destruction. Boom! The ship shakes. I believe it is in your best interest to follow your instincts and find safety so that you do not die a second time. The crew commandeered an enemy vessel. It might be possible to slip in closer to the vessel and board it without anyone noticing. But in order to navigate the undead fleet... As soon as you enter the airspace, though, here, one of the Crip Wardens sends you a communication requesting clearance codes. They would have to pull off the ultimate deception. Seiyan goes from firing at one of the defenses and then slides with grace into the engineer chair, Callum focusing on the mysteries of the universe, Friss typing away furiously on this bone computer, and Linnea dancing as water droplets fly about (laughs) the room. The adventure continues. And you glide into the hangar of the Ultranaut. No. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Androids and Aliens. At this point in the Glass Cannon Network's career, for lack of a better word, I have found that I've read a lot of Adventure Path books, both Starfinder now at this point, well, not as many Starfinder as Pathfinder, but a lot of Pathfinder and some second edition books as well. They all have their own flow, but there is a there's a similarity between these books and the way that they're structured. They're usually three parters, uh, each book. Some of them are four. I've also seen a five uh, here and there, uh, but they're all they all have the same page amount. Now, obviously, Starfinder uh, adventure paths are shorter than Pathfinder adventure paths, um, but but they all have a, a very similar flow. I don't like to lift the veil too much on on how these things flow. I don't think I ever have, but I did just before we started recording <laughs> to let everyone know that you have finished part one of the final book our, of our adventure. <laughs> and isn't that crazy? I feel like we just started book six. Yeah, I feel yeah. I feel like it was one encounter and then fly here, a second encounter. So it's a two encounter part. Yeah. yeah. I mean, normally that part one contains a true starship combat. So it would have been like six episodes and, you know. Yeah. Yeah, true. True. yeah, and true. that was there. If you had you failed, the, had you made too many fails along the way for those crypt wardens, that that's where it could have went. I was, I was, I had a lot of contingency plans in place to make sure that didn't happen. That I think they're <laughs> a little more interesting than another starship combat, but. You, you got through it. Um, now, I, I did tell you this as well, and, and for our listening audience that doesn't know, a lot of these uh, Star uh, Starfinder APs, the first part is short. Like when you met Alara Aquana and the, the crew of the Rusty Rivet, I think there was like one other thing besides that combat and that role play, and then you finish that part. So the, they tend to have tight first parts. I think what book, book was one, that? Was that book that was four? Book three. No, I guess that was book four. Yeah, because was that- book three was Eox. Was book three Eox? Yeah, book two is Castrovel. Book one is the Acreon. Oh, book four is, is yeah, you end up on uh, Eastamok, the Listamok. Well, so, no, wasn't, Wait, wasn't Alaric one before we went to Eox? 
Yeah, I think. Yeah, well, it, didn't you go? So you met Alaric Wana, and then you explored that, uh, that asteroid, asteroid that was a base for the cult, and the bro- then you went. To Wait, we, we went. Where did we meet Qualo? The Drifrock. Af- yeah, no, you, the, or no, the Drifrock. What is that called? The Pirates Cove. Yeah, the so and, and we, met, uh, we met the pirates the before or something before we met, went to the Broken Rock. Broken, broken and, Rock, and yeah, then good, after good Broken Rock, we went to Yox. and then we went to Ishtamak. All right, so Alaric Wana and the Rusty Rivet was the Eox story. And then the next one was when you met Adam and uh, the Inevitable. And then you went to Istamak. Because you spent most of that book on Istamak. So, for example, that book, your encounter with the Inevitable and the Starship Combat, that was part one of that. So this one, similarly, Fight with the Marines, a new kind of Starship Combat. Like, had you taken the Sarissa... It's, there's just, you get blown out of the sky. It's Starship Combat, but like, you're fighting for them. It's, it would have just been awful. So, you know, that's why I'm glad you did what you did. Um, and I egged you on to do it because I don't want to do another fucking Starship Combat. I thought this would be so much more fun. So I'm glad you chose that route. But yeah, now it's the days of this, this adventure and this story are numbered. How many parts are there? I'm not going to tell you. Oh, come on. Uh, at least three. At least three. Okay. I always, I've never seen okay. a two-parter, so there's at least never three. Never seen a two-parter, okay. Yeah, yeah. at <laughs> least three. I remember Jade Region, we were pumping along there, and I was in my infancy of GMing, and I was like, man, this is so much work. And then I got to a book, and it had like five parts. I was like, hello, hello, five parts. <laughs> um, awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's cool. Because it's also like, of course, we, we almost took the ship, or we, uh, I might almost pushed to take the ship because, um, I don't know how other people play Dead Sons, but like, my character fell in love with the ship. Uh, so <laughs> it was brutal for her to leave it behind. Well, but I also I think Joe, to- you too. Dax was like, "Are we leaving the ship? Like, what? Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> it's a crazy move. It's like yeah. abandoned. All my ship ship's on, on there. there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All my stuff. But I think the urgency really made it clear that like we're we're literally uh, saving the universe (laughs) yeah exactly and like if we don't stop this threat i can't think of a better way to word this but the um the stellar degenerator like as long as that's out there the ship is pretty meaningless like if we take care of that we could go back and get the ship you know, so having the ship with its stellar generator still out there is pretty meaningless. Yeah, and you know. also, Can we like, though? Will we survive? Yeah, that's the thing, is like, what Osteth has told you is like, you should have a very Buddhist approach to life at this point. Like, yeah. you can't be like, but what about my, my ship? Like, yeah. Osteth has told you what the options are, and the options are there's, there's no survival. You either win and save the world, or you lose. And either way, you die. <laughs> Wait, what? That seems like a spoiler. I mean, I know that... But That's like, what Ostis... I mean, she ran zillions of computations, and the only way she saw was, like, board the stellar degenerator somehow and blow it up from there. There's no way you're going to escape that blast. Oh, fuck. Or collide something into it. Yeah, like one, something like a massive capital like a huge bone ship that mm-hmm. we just got yes that we hijack that we hijack exactly Joe We're on. and then yeah, ju- fly and, that in and yeah then, we set it for autopilot right into the John and then yeah. we jump in our John and get our old John and then jump 
and we're and then out. we save the whole John. We have Johns. so many Johns. And, yeah. yeah, the whole John. Also, it's is. canon that this, there are open spaces between the Johns that you can just kind of just float out of. Yeah, out into yeah. like total open vacuum, John. Yeah. Right. Oddly <laughs> enough, book six is titled "Empire of Johns." <laughs> Spaces are John. John. (laughs) Oh man! Uh, Let's check in with our good friend, Mr. David Winters. David uh, D Dubs. David. David, you have a mechanical mind, and I think you know a beautiful mind. A beautiful mind. Some would say. say. Tell me more. You are very robotic in your emotional response. (laughs) That's true. Soulless killer. No, Uh, that's what I'm known for. Yeah. What's that it's background? Part of being it's a- just pictures and like thread. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh, Sounds about right. David, here's why I think uh, you're going to be able to answer this question even better than I. Is like, okay. you know what the rest of this book looks like. And you know how we can belabor anything just because we get lost goofing off or in a mm-hmm. role play or things just go off of tangents. How many ups do you think we got left here? Ooh. Ooh. Oh, that's a doozy. Um, yeah. I, I, have my thought. On, I have my thought. We're on what, 135 right now? This is 135. The, the 135. Yeah. I'm going to go with <laughs> Queens uh, 135. No, it sounds like it sounds like Pitbull. Mr. 135. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. 135. What's 135 in, uh, as a crime in police talk? <laughs> I'm going to go with 21 more episodes. Wow. Ooh, like a black wow. jack. 21 you know oh, what? that's a lot but yeah that's great it's a lot uh, of content uh what were we one three one three five i think 21 is correct i would i think i wouldn't even i wouldn't even uh prices write them or say 22 i think 21 one is more right. episode in my head, I said 155 was going to be the finale, but I have a feeling that, like, as we get closer to the end, there's going to be some sort of, you know, grand epilogue to tie everything together that is going to add perhaps a, a final episode, you know, rather than doing like a final, one final ep that is 14 hours long. So I think maybe 20 more, 21 more reps, yeah. So now, 135 is a wrecking property. When are we going to do this? Yeah. Unfortunately, 136 is maltreatment of animals, birds, or fish. It's too bad we didn't edge over to that. (laughs) (laughs) The cult of the devourer is guilty of that. (laughs) I was asking, uh, when are we going to Vegas, though? Are we, like, finishing it off and then, like, getting on the plane, our private jet? We'll do the final episode live from, we can't afford Vegas, so we'll do Reno. Oh, yeah, nice. no. Live from Reno. There's an alien. Biggest little city in the world. <laughs> Series finale. Why can't we just do Atlantic City? It's right there. But it sucks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so I, I disagree. It's I love so that place. No, I love Atlantic City, but it is. It, love I love it because it's the worst. Yeah. yeah. It's I actually. I love I've the movie been... Atlantic City. Get out. I I've been to I, <laughs> I, it's great. one of the few things I'm I'm actually not completely lost. I've been to Atlantic City. It was the first casino I I think we've talked about this, but it was the first casino I ever um, attended. Did the you trap? gamble? The trap is yeah. <laughs> like crazy. Like, <laughs> did I gamble? <laughs> yeah, I gambled. What did you play? Penny Red slots. fourteen R- Russian roulette. Oh. Russian roulette. Russian roulette. <laughs> Russian roulette. <laughs> 
I haven't been to AC Jesus. in a while, but is there a private room that allows us to What you International elite, like <laughs> uber God. rich people watch people play Russian roulette. Guys, let's hang out on this for a second because she doesn't know what she did. <laughs> Oh my, I, Ellie. So, how much did you bet? Like $20, but like, $20. and I. That's all it's worth? That's all it's worth? Oh my God. <laughs> Ellie, you honestly have to have more respect for yourself. Okay, I'm Googling. I'm like, Was no, that I mean, for your like, you, bucks you know, for know your what life? I mean when I say Russian roulette, right? Sure. Yeah, I know I exactly know. what you mean. You held the, a gun to the head of a Vietnamese prisoner. It's to yourself, Troy. Come on. It's yourself. Yeah. Oh, and you no, spin the barrel. If you're, yeah. You ever seen All a right, deer hunter? So, no, but sorry. Sorry, I meant... Oh, yeah. Okay, and now I know. Yes, not not that French roulette then. Like, or whatever it's called. French roulette. Just, roulette. just roulette. roulette. You just mean roulette? roulette. Like with the oh, wheel? Okay. Oh, yeah, yes. Yes. Yeah. It's, Here we call French it American roulette. roulette. <laughs> <laughs> we call it rule. <laughs> <laughs> International <laughs> waters roulette. Have the uh, it goes. But yeah, I, mean, I have a gambling problem, uh, I think. Oh. I love really I, apparently so. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't confess that. We like I'm still not a citizen, but yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Americans! The American government That's loves fine. gamblers. Yeah, yeah <laughs> they're just fine with it. <laughs> Ellie, have you never? Uh, next time you head home to Switzerland, you should take a little short little flight over to our uh, Sweden. Jesus Christ! Wow, that was so <laughs> rude. I know. Wow. You should wow. think about a, a flight to Monaco. Wow. I've always wanted Can't to gamble c- in Monaco. Can't oh yeah, crazy. Yes. Dude, but like that's speaking of rich people. That's the only only the rich gets to Monaco. That's where that's where every rich Swede goes because they can't don't have to pay taxes anymore. Really, yeah. not yeah. Atlantic City. Not, a, not <laughs> 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 every rich Swede like to rite of passage. You fly a private jet, jet, go to Atlantic to the City, Egg Harbor Township uh, <laughs> Airport. I think. Uh, was not Casino help but Royale? The rich Swede walking down the boardwalk. Yeah, <laughs> Casino Royale was uh, was in Monaco. Uh, Monaco when he uh, yep. yeah. Mads Mads Mikkelsen with the uh, eye wasn't yeah, his was eye bleeding. like bleeds from it. Yeah. He cries blood. I, so dude, I rewatched Casino Royale and Golden Eye recently. Uh, both of them had the best fucking soundtrack of out of all mm. Bond Same movies. director. Yeah. Uh, really? Yeah. That, I mean, honestly, probably the best. My f- two favorite Bond movies. I haven't seen Skyfall in a while, so I might rewatch that. Skyfall. <laughs> Casino Royale is on my list, my rewatch list, because I saw it. It's on Netflix. It's been on there for like a month or something already, but I haven't gotten to it yet. But yeah, watch oh, and it. you got three hours to kill. Go for it. It's great. Yeah, uh, Atlantic <laughs> City is thing. one of those places that like it. It's a good time if you're going there. No one's going there to like check out the outlets. You're going there to hang out at shitty, shitty casinos that used to be great. But like the Trop, I love the Trop. It's a little farther down the strip, but it's yeah. The Borgata is great. There's, it's there's fun. great oh, and casinos. The Borgata is awesome. It's nowhere near the strip, but like the Borgata. If you don't care about like not having five dollar tables, the Borgata is the best. It's just a good time. <laughs> we. Uh, um, I performed at the Borgata in high school. Did you? What? Really? And what did you yeah. perform? Yeah. Choral music. Don't know if you know this, but the Borgata. What was that first word before choral. music? Choral. Like, oh, like, like off the like coast choir. of Australia? <laughs> no, like I sang in a chorus. <laughs> choral. Choral music. music. World-renowned venue <laughs> for It was a fundraiser to save the Great Barrier <laughs> Reef. You made the sounds of the sea. <laughs> the sounds Whoa. of the sea. 
<laughs> with Matthew Capitacasa. <laughs> Matthew making whale sounds. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you know this. I actually have a prolific solo career as a sea sound and sea sound impersonator. <laughs> Starfish. Oh, is there an Wait, episode so of were... The Simpsons where Homer has to do the sounds of a seashell like improv? <laughs> anyway, I'll look it up. <laughs> Wait, but so, so Matthew, you're you're a singer. Uh, long time ago, yes, more of a life, more of a dancer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like yeah. I feel like we have we have, there's stories. We we're all old enough to have like stories of a past life. Um, mm-hmm. The other day, I just realized I was so, so much cooler when I was 18. Lived in London. Lived in a hostel oh. with like 10 other Frenchmen who did cocaine to a point where their nose like didn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. And ten I called, other Frenchmen. Ten other French. Uh, ten, well. Me. So you were also a Frenchman? No. Yeah. You son of a bitch! Doppelganger! <laughs> Show your real self, Frenchman! I don't feel bad at any, anymore. That's what's She pulls out her face as a mustache. Oh! oh, oh, oh exactly oh, the same, right, but she's got a mustache. Oh, podcaster! <laughs> she's smoking a cigarette underneath her. Underneath. <laughs> With my little basque. Oh, yeah. I can't wait Jenna to Lee, why you not like the cocaine? <laughs> As you can see, we have yeah, less nose great. now. It was great. But I also like realized I would never do anything like that ever again. I would never share like a hotel room or anything with strangers. And I barely did back then. But but it's like a cool a cool world. So yeah, yeah so but not as cool as Matthew singing in a choir. High school choir music. <laughs> No, but Ellie, you're touching on something. You're touching on something very primal that is important. When you're young, have fun. Because when you get older, it's really hard to have fun. It's complicated. Like you want to have good stories, Sydney. There's still time for you. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not concerned. I think I'm going to be living in hostels, doing cocaine, well into my fifties, and it's going to be a problem. And people are going to tell other people that I need help, and I'm not going to listen. Yeah. Don't listen to them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need them. I'm having fun. I'm fun. I'm, I'm hanging out with fun. all these other Frenchmen. I don't need your help. Among my own, I yeah, me and all these other Frenchmen. For our circle. Everybody needs a phase where they have like 10 unknown roommates and they're all European. And I went through that phase in New York City. I lived with like seven other people, a rotating crew, all European in a huge loft building. It was absolutely disgusting. We had so many cockroaches. You could yep. hear everything in every room. It was like fake built out rooms. And I did it for a year. And I was like, I don't need to ever actually do that again. It was a blast. Wow. That yeah, was I, fun. I bet you had some fun, though. I bet you had so some much fun. fun. So, so, so many much crazy fun. parties. You meet really cool people. And then, uh, yeah, you realize, like, actually, I'd like a door with a lock and uh, a toilet. <laughs> yeah. I, um, you I you had learn a... how to say cockroach in three different languages? Yeah. Absolutely. So you can alert everyone at one time. <laughs> I had a very similar experience. Most of my friends, when I moved here, were international, uh, and I lived with them, and we were having fun and all that. But uh, but they're all unfortunate. I'm the only one who is legally allowed to stay, which is super sad. Now when I think about it. Oh. Oh. But yeah. Where are what those else? Frenchmen now? <laughs> <laughs> Probably back in French, where they're from. <laughs> Just sitting on a park bench in French. Have <laughs> <laughs> some mustard. Where is Azeli? I miss her. Yeah. I'll go and visit one. She had us all deported. <laughs> oh, aren't you French, Lavelli? I am French Canadian. 
<laughs> My ancestors are from Canada. <laughs> are they? I, I don't know. Nobody knows. <laughs> Nobody knows. I think knows. so. Do, does anyone have any Swede in them? Yes, I do. Oh, cool. Now, I, I knew, say, you want some? Yeah, would you like You some? want some more Swede in you? Okay. Let's play Androids and Aliens before we get some more Swede in us. So you uh, hijacked uh, a black wheel sepulcher and uh, you uh, went by the Crip World Dance and uh, now you've boarded the mothership. Oh, we, we, we and everybody on the ship is like beer guest, beer guest, and they're welcoming us. Guess it's like a lineup of twenty-five Dead of a people, <laughs> corpse marines, <laughs> high kicking, just absolutely <laughs> going fuck wild. Who's, who's the American voice for Lumiere? Jerry Orbach. Okay, cool. I didn't know. All right, never mind. Continue. <laughs> Did you know that Grant has Jerry Orbach's eyes? I didn't oh, know real, that. real inside joke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I will never not take an opportunity to make a very super inside New York joke. <laughs> a New York subway joke about yeah. Barry. <laughs> John, John Mulaney has a whole, a whole thing. Does he really? Yeah. Uh, and I and I I there's there's another market. comedian, too, has a whole bit about Jerry Orbach's eyes. <laughs> he donated his eyes to science, and like it's on, it it's on the New York subway. Oh, I like, remember those eyes doctors, now. It was intended to encourage you to also leave your organs to science, and Jerry Orbach's eyes were the spokesperson. Jerry right. Orbach gave his life to acting, and his eyes <laughs> to this random New Yorker. Right. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, along with a cybernetic zombie with Jerry Orbach's eyes. By Jerry Orbach. <laughs> yes, he's played by <laughs> Jerry Orbach's eyes. <laughs> and inspired the song. Yeah. Got Jerry, Jerry Orbach's, Orbach's eyes. She can please you. She can tease you. <laughs> Did somebody else run this? <laughs> Troy LaValle, everybody. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, Troy LaValle, making himself laugh since well, 1993. It's, funny to me. it's like Skid and I are just a little bit older to where, like, there's things that are just funny to us. Uh, just making Betty Davis eyes puns. Anyways, all right, you're on the fucking ship. You got there. What do you want to do? Jesus. Uh... uh. Hide oh, in the geez. hide in the smugglers' compartments. Uh, no, yeah. you you land this uh, this Blackwind sepulcher in the hangar bay. I'm assuming that's what you want to do. Like you had a smooth journey there. You could attach and spacewalk, but to me that would draw it even more attention. So let's say you pull right in. All the other fighters from this bay look like they've peeled out as you were making your way in. You could feel feel feel. You could see them just shooting out more and more waves of ships to try and stop the ancient Kashali defenses. So there's still a war going on down there, and you slide in before they inevitably, you would think, take out these defenses. Like, the defenses are old. There's a lot of them. So they're just trying to stop that so they can move unimpeded towards the superweapon. You slide in, and you pull into the hangar bay. There are no other ships around. What do you do? 
we start fighting. Uh, Fire I, off the ship's weapons. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we. I mean, I think we want to disembark, right? Uh, or or yeah, so, can you a scan? Is there any way yeah. to find out, like from this, uh, from our hole here, if we can get a, a schematic or something of just this bay, or, or are we just doing the eye test on everything? Is it it's like so oh, there's a door too, there, there's like, a door there? We can't do like let's scan for life signs to see if it's in work. It's like. They're, yeah, they're dead. Doesn't work. Yeah. They're all dead. Um, That's so true. Do, do we have Do we have any spellcasters that could uh, like make us look like corpse fleet people? Mm, I can cast charming veneer on everybody, so you're not really gonna look different. But I smooth the edges of your personalities and I accentuate like, your charms. Isn't veneers like teeth? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like racist. It's like a coating. Uh, but basically. Um, I give you. What do you get? Uh, maybe you get yeah. some sort of benefit because I do know that there is a spell um, th- that will put, like disguise, like put an actual disguise on you. Uh, but there's also in Pathfinder. There's like in- invisible to undead. There's something like that, right? Oh. Yeah, I don't have anything to help. All right, cool. Uh, maybe. Hide from undead. I think it's called. Hmm. You could try a, try a scan. You're on the ship now, so like if there were any if there was anything barring you from doing a scan from further away, now you're close enough that you could try a scan. Uh, you can also I try pres- to find out where we want to go on the ship, perhaps like hmm. bridge, engine room, something. Right. Yeah, Fris does a scan, and it, yeah, he sees if once he's in, if he can download schematics or anything. But he gets a 33 on computers. Yeah, yeah with the with the size of this ship. Having any sort of schematics of where things are, because what do you think your? Let's before I even resolve the result of his role. What is your plan here? Where do yeah. where do you want to head? You're in the hangar bay. Yeah. Where are you going? So yeah, that's the thing, Sydney. You're saying we were maybe gonna be able to use this to destroy the weapon. Well, like, I mean, we were kind of joking, but I think, I mean, if we are able to do something similar that Kreska was able to do with this zombie thing, um, I don't know, maybe this sh- the big ship has, like, an even bigger zombie, and it is, like, a hive mind thing, and maybe we could say, steer it towards the thing, like, that's your new destination. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I mean, we could look into that uh, if, if we think it would be enough power to actually destroy the... Stellar Degenerator, or like our, I think maybe our primary mission should be to just shut down the Corpse. communications between the whole fleet. Because then yeah. all the ships are just left out on their own. Maybe they even fly hive minded. I don't know. But uh, we should try to get to some sort of power core, I think, on, on this ship and just shut it down. Yeah, and try Find to find wherever this. Yeah. If- the one is that runs this ship and. Disconnect it from. Do we, can we? Okay, can we do? Is, are there nukes on our ship? Maybe we can bring some nukes and put it into the power core, and then like. I. I still think we're gonna have to fly this thing in there. So if we disable things, hopefully there are different systems. Like we can disable power just to the comms relay because I think we're gonna have to right. pilot this thing. Yeah. In. So oh, you think we're gonna fly this thing? I don't I see mean, anything else large enough that follows along with Ostef's uh, description of how we have to destroy the stellar generator. Oh no, no, no. Or, you're talking about crashing it into. Uh, yeah. Okay. So Troy, do we do we think that crashing this thing into it would destroy the stellar generator? Like, is this ship that big? Relative to the stellar degenerator, give me a wisdom check, all of you. Mm. Mm. Ooh, 
Because right now it's sort of all about what you picture. And I, I picture the Stellar Degenerator to be way bigger than this ship. Natty 19 Ooh, for a oh. 24. I got a 17. Natty 2 for a 16. total of 12. I also got a 17. You have a plus 10 to wisdom. Uh, <laughs> That's pretty cool. Plus zero, but a natural 20, if it matters. <laughs> All right, so those of you who rolled high realize that you're, the stellar ge- ge- generator is multiple football fields long. Um, this, or excuse me, miles long, I think I, yeah. is the way I explained yeah. it. This alternate, you are a speck. This ship, <sighs> The ship flying into this thing is a speck. Okay. Based on what Osteth said, it's your the only thing besides driving the stellar generator into one of the suns. It's the it's the plan B. You think the Ultranaut could probably do it? Oh, oh, okay. okay. It's massive. I Wait. cannot impress I, I, upon you. Enough. Wait, did you say the stellar generator is a spec compared to the Ultranaut, or the Ultranaut no, is a spec? Your little to- ship going on here is a spec. This thing is so large. Oh. You know, oh, even though oh, it's I smaller thought you were saying the, the Ultranaut is a spec compared Same. to the stellar yeah, no, generator. I, I, I worded it weird because I was talking about the stellar generator. Like, option one is board the stellar generator, fly into one of the gates. Option two is find something huge. You think that this is probably huge enough. Okay. While it's Great. dwarfed in comparison to the stellar generator, it is something of a measurable size that would that would do it. And to Ellie's point might be juiced up with enough munitions to where upon impact would amplify its impact yeah. even further. It is a military yeah, I mean, yeah, if it's I'm loaded sure it's with nukes, cool. yeah. I, I just feel like if we're gonna all die, let's go out with a fucking bang. Um, yeah, you don't think like if you sacrifice yourselves and everyone else and fly this in that it's you're going to die and it's not going to work. You feel like it's as good a chance as any. Also, okay. maybe we don't have to die. Maybe we can escape. No, no. I mean, we can be smart about. It. Yeah, I think we should try to not die. I don't. Uh, yeah. I don't intend for the entire crew to kill itself. Let's try to avoid that. Oh, that's, um, let's try to lock down this ship in particular as an escape route if we need to. Like, if it comes down to a single person or if we all need to go down, but at least give the option to some people to escape. Yeah. Yeah, good idea. God. Uh, so, yeah, I still, think, I still think that the, the, um, the first objective is the same, I think. We could try to go straight to the bridge and take it over. Or we could try to go to the communicating the communications array first and disable it so that it can't communicate with its own fleet, then go to the bridge. I mean, we can do that from the bridge, though, right? I mean, I'm talking like dismantle it um, so that if we're if we're in a fight on the way to the bridge, they can't say anything about us being uh, attacking the ship. Yeah, so you'll know once you have some sort of schematics where that is. It could be very well that all that is contained on the bridge uh it could be that there's a communications wing of this ship right. <laughs> you know until you know the schematics so let's let's resolve friss's uh 33 i think you got maybe a 32 yeah 33 um, let's call it a 43 just to be sure <laughs> let's call it a gentleman's 43 <laughs> using the sensors of this starship that you don't really have a relationship with uh it's still new um It you're you're not able to access it 
access any information. Like your scanners, there's some sort of – it's not a firewall. There's like some sort of interference specifically built so that people can't know what's going on. People, even within the fleet, not knowing what the truth is. However, you rolled high enough to notice like – uh, like the smallest, weakest signal of a distress beacon broadcasting throughout the uh, the entire ship. Um, oh. And it is coming from somewhere in this hangar. Oh. That you pulled into. Weird. Oh, is it because life forms entered the ship at all? Did it set off an automatic alarm that, like, there is life aboard the ship? Like, is our base sending a distress signal out? To you, you cannot pinpoint when this distress beacon started. Did it start with your oh. arrival, or was it previous? It's hard to tell, but you do feel pretty confident, Friss, that, like, that beacon is somewhere within this hangar area that you just entered. Yeah, and, like, a, uh, a distress signal suggests, like, an SOS rather than, yeah. like, a burglar alarm going off. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, it's not an Maybe alarm. Yeah. Get out and look. Yeah, should we try to track it down to pinpoint its exact location? Yeah. Yeah. I think we There's should some take some kind of yeah. signal coming from somewhere out in this hangar. Okay. Interesting. We should, we, Can we you localize it at all? Triangulate the signal. We'd have to get close to it, I think. We'd have to go outside, try to find it on foot. Do we have a sensor of some kind that we can carry that will allow us to know if we are getting closer? Yes, I have some equipment. Uh, I have my my scanning stuff with me still, so... Okay. Um, we can at least know if we're getting closer. Oh, yeah. God. And also, if something else is getting closer, I'm thinking about alien isolation right now. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, All right, uh, Hop out. Yeah, um, let's can hop take out. A ten, and, I need to take a 10-minute rest. I have no stamina. Uh, yes. Okay, oh. Yeah, you did have that fight with the uh, Marines, and now going... That was two episodes ago. Yeah. Uh, and you still haven't uh, decided if you wanted to burn some stammy. So you guys going to burn some stammy? Get some... Well, burn resolve. Resolve to get, to some, get stammy. some stammy. Burn okay. some res right. to get some stamp. Right. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm going to do that, definitely. Uh, Dax is not going to do that. I'm going to keep my stamina damage because it's not even halfway down and just sort of yeah. like roll with that for the moment. I had, I had Linnea, zero stamina. Yeah, I was down really. And also Linnea is weak and heartbroken. Uh, so, And also not the strongest one anymore. You're the tank now, Dax. You're the tank now. Tank doesn't mean strongest one. You're still probably you're now probably the, definitively the strongest one without uh, Qualo. You're gonna oh. have to get up there and do some serious damage. Great, Qualo, Qualo, Qualo. I'm so happy I know what flank is now, though, <laughs> so I can. Book use six. It. Book six is the time to know. Yeah, but Dax can take a hit like a beast, so he should be going in first on a lot of this stuff. So you guys hop out and head into the hangar. Yeah, we'll head into the hangar. What does so it look cool. like? Is it Can totally we look around empty? from the cockpit? Why don't, we just, why don't we just hop to the map? Oh. We hop to the map. Hop, the hop, map. hop to the map. Now hopping, we're at hopping, the map. Happen. Ooh. Oh, it's got a crane. A bone crane. Oh, are those, yeah. those, are those are ports def- for the fighters? 
Let me uh, give you the the lowdown on this. Uh, Feel free while I'm giving you this description to move your pieces. Stay in this general area here. Like you can't put uh, Seiyan way down there. Um, Stay in this general area, but position yourselves the way you just explained. Kreska, that is not where you can go. Matthew moved his pawn all the way to the other end of the map. He's having a good time. <laughs> Cheat! Uh, you I fucking love mini humor in RPGs, tabletop RPGs. Never it's messing with your mini. Never so you get the GM thrown off. Just GM sweating. All right, so <laughs> then you. What are you doing? Stop messing with this, the fucking map, man. <laughs> It's never not funny, even to people who are only listening to this as a podcast. <laughs> well, that's why, yeah. Makes them want to go watch. Uh, you know, not unlike the uh, sepulcher that you drove, or flew here, rather, um, there are dull red lights all over the place illuminating the chamber. So there's just this Whoa. sickening Whoa. red glow to everything. You see that heavy crane arm uh dangling from tracks on the ceiling so it looks like this crane can move all along uh, the entire bay here. Oh, that's really cool. To do stuff. Um, Empty racks for small fighter ships line the fore and aft walls. I have you right now in the aft section. As you can see, I wrote four with an arrow going uh, forward, so south would be port and north on this map would be starboard. Um, you're in the aft section, and there's racks for fighter ships. So maybe the crane comes and like helps dislodge fighter ships, throw them out into fucking space. The old-fashioned way, All right? Get out there, like, you yeah, like a, a clay pigeon, like ultimate frisbee, slinging out in <laughs> ultimate frisbee. Uh, speaking of uh, starboard, you see a, a nearly invisible force field covering the gaping hole in the starboard end of the room. That's that red glow uh, to the north of the map. Uh, and then there are two large doors exiting uh, in the port section. You see those? And then in addition, in the port section, there's a large window that looks into uh, a small enclosed room. Uh, you can't see beyond it, but see that down there? Mm-hmm. So this just goes right out into space here on Starbird. But here... Uh, it looks into a room. You can't see beyond it because of that glow. Um, the floor of this hangar holds a dozen uh, iris hatches. You know, those hatches that fucking open like an eye. Uh, they're about 15 feet in diameter, every single one of them uh, exactly the same size. Almost all of them are closed except one toward the fore end of the bay is open. What do you roll a perception check? Perception. <laughs> 32 for Friss. That is a... Ugh. 18 for Dax. 24 for Kreska. 13 for Linnea. 21 for Callum. A 4 for Seiyan. <laughs> hey. Whoa. Friss? Uh, 32. Okay. Great. Thank you for the results of your perception checks. glad that i got those all in my head um you see the size of this room you know red 
fucking force field situation and uh that's that's casting a red glow on everything uh another smaller one to the south uh i said two doors uh in the port there's actually three because there's another door down yeah uh to the south dax that, you've started uh meandering about the room yeah Just calm yourself start, down i'll start walking to the south uh he, his desire is just to sort of get to this south wall and then okay. walk along that wall to just sort of keep a wall to one side of us and not just be wide in the open just in case they're attacked. Um, All right. Just for uh, the sake of making sure everybody gets sort of one action here to do what they want to do, just move uh, the, the maximum of your movement speed. In no. one movement action or two movement Yeah, movement one action. movement action. Okay. And then everybody else, are you moving? Are you staying where you are? What are you doing? Are you c- casting something? Oh, crap. Um, you feel the impending? Yeah, I, I, I'm... Eleanor! Oh. Do not live in fear, Eleanor. I mean, this is you worse than... dance that. wherever you wish to dance. Yeah, exactly. Can we start the maniac <laughs> song again? Yeah, she starts... No, but this is worse than Aliens Isolation. I'm sensing it. I think I'm going to cover Dex, so I'll be a little bit behind him. Yeah. With my ribbon ready. Combat buddies. Kreska will cast a spell on herself. Okay. Kreska will cast a spell on herself and stay right there. So slowly you all begin spreading out throughout the room. Uh, Kreska hangs back, watches her crew cast a little John on her John. At that moment, from the open iris in the back left corner of the room. This would be uh, both towards the fore and port section. Okay. So where we were headed, basically. Kind of where you were headed. Right. From that open iris, (gasps) a small ship appears. Like a platform rises up. And you see in the cockpit of this ship uh, uh, some someone who looks startled when he or she sees all of you and just <laughs> turns the ship's weapons on all of you. Oh Roll for god. initiative. Oh, oh my god. god. Oh what? my god. Is it a it's a single seater fighter? Is that uh, Yeah, this is what she looks like here. Oh, wow. That's about the size of the ship. It's about, you know, five feet wide, ten feet long. Uh, And there is someone in the cockpit that's like, what the fuck are these people? (laughs) Turns the ship's weapons on you. Looks like a stapler remover. It does look like a stapler remover. remover. You should Uh, tell her that. Hey. Your ship, <laughs> your ship looks like office supplies. Yeah, we're so not flying in an office supply. Yeah, you suck. <laughs> Dax, what'd you get? 24 for Dax. 24 for Dax. Say son. There he goes. Say yun. Uh, say eight. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to change this. I wrote say son. I don't want to call you that the whole episode. All right. Eight. Okay. Dr. Fritz. Uh, 30 for Dr. Friss. 30 for Friss. Kreska. 21. 21 for Kreska. Callum? Also an 8. Grant, you can go first. (laughs) Oh, thank you. (laughs) Linnea. Uh, 24. 24. 
four. You are in combat with a ship. The last time you were in combat with a ship, McCullen Donovan was a pile of ash. Oop. It is Dr. Friss's turn. Friss, what the hell do you do? Uh, I'm going to try to identify this thing, first of all. Engineering? Uh, yeah, how about engineering? Oh, man, uh, 43. All right, this is a uh, Thrinoti-class assault fighter. Um, common ship of the corpse fleet. Uh, this is like a, 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 one, uh, a one-man ship, pilot and gunner. Uh they're not super fast, um, but they got decent weapons. Uh, and if they ran any of you all over, they could easily kill you. If they tried to like collide into you, they would do crazy damage. They would hurt themselves, uh, but they would. Uh, they could. They they might be able to kill you in one shot. Okay. Do we know what kind of weaponry it has? Uh, yeah, it has a heavy reaction cannon. Oof. Man. One gun, one good gun. But now it's not firing at the Sarissa, it's firing at your friend's face. Yeah. So, yeah, Frisch shouts out pertinent information, and I think he's just going to double move, because he's out of range anyway, he's just going to double move to try to get into cover behind this the crane, uh, this loader thing. He's going to double move, get there. That's smart. Uh, all right, so Frisch just is like, fuck this, and runs north uh, to duck behind the crane so he can, like, peek out, shoot, and hide back in. That's just smart. Um, and now it is going to be Dax's turn. Um, do I get the... Does Dax get the sense that our weapons could damage this thing? Or is it meaningless? Yeah, no, your weapons could damage it. You okay. think it probably has a decent armor, uh, you know, maybe a hardness, perhaps, a hardness-type situation that you're going to have to break through. Uh, but, like, enough fire, it's really your only option. Uh, because whatever the, the pilot situation is, like, he's got total cover in the cockpit. This is funny. This makes me think of uh, the Palladium games, like Rifts and Robotech. There were two different damage systems. It was regular damage for, like, person-to-person fighting, and vehicle damage was mega damage. Mm-hmm. And anything that did anti-personnel damage had no chance at all of scratching, like anything that did took mega damage. Yeah. And anything that did mega damage would completely destroy anything that was made up of standard damage. So <laughs> Interesting. So good luck, guys. Good luck. <laughs> I'll be behind the crane. Cool. <laughs> yeah, Frisk isn't, isn't too far off. This is this is not a good situation. Um, Dax is going to move up uh, far enough. Now, there's there's a doorway to the south. Is that right? Uh, there's three doorways. I'm sorry. So right where you're standing, there's yeah. a, a, a sort of two doorways, and then there's another one on the far end. But like right to the south here, there's a, a doorway that leads probably into this area behind the red force field, uh, and then a doorway just into a a room of indeterminate size to the south. Uh, okay, sounds good. Uh, Dax is just going to m- start moving toward that, uh, but not get there. Uh, that, there's like a little cubby hole, uh, cubby hole, whatever, a little like uh, indentation area. So maybe he could get some cover, but he's not going to be able to reach it in a single move action. But he is going to move toward there, and it also will make him... He's exposed, but he's now within the range of his weapon, so he doesn't have to take any penalties. And he'll fire once uh, at the ship with a yellow star plasma array. Mm-hmm. Um, oh man! With deadly aim, so just let's gonna see. make it angry. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. We'll see. Energy damage uh, against the hull. I don't know. Let's let's check it out. Uh, natural seventeen. Oh, got him. Gotcha, the valley. <laughs> All Killed right. It. Uh, uh, what is the total? Total is going to be twenty-four points of damage. Electricity and fire. 24 points of damage. So, as expected, uh, not all that gets through, but you do do damage to the ship. You can see scorch marks on the hull. <laughs> all right, uh, okay. Electricity sizzles throughout the uh, the hull of the ship. Uh, all right, oh man. You should feel the tense nature of this combat. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do. Skin's I old OSR uh, sort of tendencies. <laughs> he knew what to do. Yeah. What are you going to do? <laughs> Well, okay. I, I feel the tension of the combat, but I'm still going to do this. Um, I'm going to start my ha- my haste circuit as a swift action. I'm going to start flying, double move, and fucking go right for the cockpit. Because I have been playing Grand Theft Auto when I stole a tank from the military base. It took me 16 hours of streaming to do it, but I did it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm planning to fucking take this ship from this oh asshole. Oh my god, that's so, bad. It was ass. it was awesome. So it's, the way I was so watching. What I, yeah, it was. Yeah, and then and then okay. And the sad story is that uh, the tank I got it to my parking lot and then it disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you put it in sixteen <laughs> hours of stream. <laughs> Should have left the keys in it. There was like oh no. Yeah. Just go back to a previous save. I had. Okay, so I didn't know about saves back then. Anyway, it doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) Saves is worse than unknown flanking. (laughs) I I messed up. Anyway, so this is this is for me to be able to. So I'll I'll save the game now, so I can go back to this moment when this fails. Good. No, that's smart. And then I'll, but I, but like it's a cool movement. So Linnea is just gonna fucking fly, and then like I want her to land right in front of the the cockpit, so she can. Oh wait, is it open? Like no, all the other... No, there's someone in there piloting the ship. No, but, like, is the ship open like all the other bone open ships? Open air. Open air. Uh, no, this one has a... Uh, it's, ah. it's not a bone ship. It's a, it's just a ship that is used by the corpse fleet. This is okay. a small little fighter, so it's just... Uh, as you guys were flying through, you saw hundreds of these things flying around. A lot of the debris outside of the ship were probably just exploded ships like this. Okay. These little mini assault fighters. Yeah, but okay, so then she's going to land right in front of the window and just, like, stare at this asshole. I see this land. Right. Oh man, that changes things. Yeah, in front. All right, so put yourself where you are on the map. Yep. Uh, and now it will be Kreska's turn. Kreska, you see Linnea just you used your jets, your jetpack. Yeah. Just so I moved double like moved under that land right in front of it. Uh, all right, Captain K, you uh, cast a spell on yourself. Do you uh, wish to divulge? You want to talk about it? Uh, not yet. When it becomes when it becomes relevant, I'll let you know. Uh, yeah, Kreska is going to do because going to follow Doctor Friss's lead and take some cover. Is that that thing is too far out of range? I'm assuming from what I can glimpse, the pilot looks Eoxian. Uh yes, Lenny. I don't see you on the map. Did you disappear? I, I put myself on top of the the ship. Yeah, you're, she's just blended in with the ship. Oh, she's oh uh, yeah. Well, t- imagine you go there because you can't be on the same okay, okay. spaces as you. I was like, "What the hell's um, on it?" 
on the ship on the ship but yeah, can I can I can I like report back if I do I see any oxygen yeah. yeah you see uh, a guy that looks like the marines that you fought down uh, back on the controller moon hello <laughs> hello. 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 Um, actually, I'm gonna. D- that's really all Kreska can do. I mean, it's so far out of range. You know, I will. I'll draw the disintegrator, the liquidate, li- the liquidator disintegrator pistol. It's got a tiny range on it. No, I shouldn't do that. I'll draw my regular laser pistol. Okay. Draw your regular laser pistol. It is now the ship's turn. Right after this word from our sponsor. Oh, oh, I'm terrified. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. I thought I'd have to wait around to do this. It's risky. <laughs> Look out. Let's cut to David's face. Look at David's face. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. He knows. Oh, no. He knows. Uh, I wish it wasn't the well dancer. This is well ahead of plan. Well yeah, ahead well, of plan. Well ahead of plan, but there they are, David. There they are. I know what you're going to do. I, yeah. I know what you're going to do. Oh, no. Fuck. Uh, Ellie, I didn't uh, like the word they. <laughs> Ellie, do you have a, a favorite uh, NFL football team? Is that National Football League? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Mighty Ducks. No. <laughs> I'll give you a second guess. Okay, the uh, Eagles, Eagles, the Eagles. Like the Eagles. Good choice. <laughs> Why would you always, do something like that to yourself? Yeah, what? You, have the, you could choose because, any team and you chose the worst one. Okay, yeah. what about the Vikings? You should pick uh, the Vikings. No, but Under, they feel... dog Vikings. Well, how about Great are colors, the parakeets? I like, I like parakeets for birds. So the Cardinals. You could do the, you could do the Cardinals. Yeah, you could do the Dolphins. Do you like Dolphins? The, oh, yeah, from Ace Ventura. Dolphins. Uh, did you want to become a citizen or not? Okay, <laughs> Joe makes the ruling on citizenship, so you should really suck up to Joe. You better start talking about how you like eagles. <laughs> no, but I like uh, patriots. Those I saw. No, no, no. Don't ever say that word again, or you will definitely fail. Oh, they sound yeah, like yeah, evil robots. The patriots. Patriots. The New England patriots. Kneel <laughs> <laughs> before me. <laughs> I will say this: Green, <laughs> Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers. Oh, that's that's that, now that will get you citizenship quick. That's my that's my uh, brother-in-law's uh, oh, Wisconsin. Okay. Oh, Green Green Bay. Oh. Green Bay. It Green is. Bay. I believe a poll showed about four years ago. America's most liked team. Yeah, it's like oh. the Raiders for white people. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but then I don't want to do that. Then like, I want to. <laughs> what about a West Coast team? You like a you like a West Coast team? Maybe. Oh yeah, or like the the Knockers, the one from Colorado. The Broncos. There the you go. Nocturnes? The Nocturnes. The Colorado Night Beasts. Colorado Nocturnes. I don't like. I am not a Straight huge. from the Shadow Plane, the Colorado <laughs> Nocturnes. Wait, okay. What game is LeBron? LeBron James in? That's the game. <laughs> I think he plays for the Patriots. <laughs> LeBron James. <laughs> LeBron James. <laughs> LeBron James. <laughs> oh, man. 
Ellie, you are the gift oh, that keeps on giving. Man, and you are on a roll right now. I mean, you are just hot. It feels like one of these tests of like, how American are you? And it's like, I am American. I'm listing everything I know: hamburgers, yeah. uh, pizza, Simpsons, LeBron James, LeBron James, a player on the Patriots. Yeah. It's like you're getting confronted at a checkpoint in World War II. <laughs> If we were like in the, the movie Alien, I would immediately shoot you. I would be like, Jesus, you're an alien. <laughs> Sorry. No, I'm the android that's going to ruin it. Like, I'm okay, a, yeah. uh, a hamburger. Uh, Libra. <laughs> Libra. Libra. Oh, oh, oh. oh man. Right, uh, stop picking on her. Come on. Let's keep this moving. What was the correct answer? The, t- the one that I thought you would like is the Los Angeles Rams. Because oh, this ship... He's going to do what he said he was going to do. This ship is about to collide directly into you. I have to roll a piloting check. I have to roll a piloting check of the same DC as if I were to try and race across the room. If I succeed on this piloting check, you then need to roll a reflex save. If you fail that reflex save, you will take more damage than anyone has ever taken in the history of the Glass Cannon Network. In one go, you mean? In one go. Wow. Maybe not. Mega damage. But pretty damn close. It's going to be like a LeBron James touchdown. (laughs) Massive damage rules are in effect. Oh, no. So first, the piloting check. It was a okay. bold move, Ellie. It was a bold move, but you just didn't quite made the piloting check. But, with okay. room to spare. Okay, but but Troy, remember that I did save the game? That's she did have a save point. Let's right, reload. You're right. That's Let's right. reload. Well, you know, wait and see how it happens. And then you did the equivalent of parking your tank and not reloading. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and give me a reflex save, Ellie. I mean, the reflex save to end all reflex saves. And you're all watching this. So if she fails and shit goes down, you know what's in store for the rest of you. Okay, I have a plus two to my reflex. That's not good. Are Sorry, you sure that's plus right? Plus 12, 12, 12. That plus sounds 12. much more accurate. So you got a real good shot. You would have to roll terribly. Okay. Um, I'll give you my bottle cap. Oh, okay, cool. Wow. wow. Very nice. Take it off the board. Okay. <laughs> Um, so here comes the first roll. Bottle cap means two rolls, right? Roll, t- roll two at the same time. You got two D20s sitting over there, burning a hole in your dice tray. Okay. All right. Yeah. Give them both a roll. It's it's much better to do it that way. <sighs> okay, 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 okay. Two D20s? I mean, you got this. So first one is a f- two, and the other one is a five. <gasps> um, which, but like I am plus, well, I am plus twelve, right? So like it could be, it could DC seven, twenty-seven or seventeen. But that's Troy's face. Oh my god! Of, you of, failed, of, Ellie. Oh, oh my god! On two D twenty, your highest was a five. Correct. That's correct, right? Your highest roll on yes, the die was a five. Roll, it's a two and a five. Oh god, Ellie. Ellie. I was such a cool, it was such a cool move, but I might not die. Like it it's might not. not the, no, you're uh, not going to die. You're not well, going to die. Don't forget, massive damage rules are in effect. You are not going to die today. But it must be massive damage rules means my total. So you'd have to do 300 hit points of damage. 
Is that the case? Okay. Basically. It is not the most damage that has ever been unleashed. It's up there. The good news is the ship itself is going to take some damage. Just from Linnea's shredded body. (laughs) (laughs) Just because, you know, it's smashing into you. So the ship takes a little damage. You take double damage. You take 120 hit points of damage as the ship rams past you. Oh! Collides directly with you. 120 points of bludgeoning damage. Oh my god. Are you unconscious? No. I'm still standing. (coughs) Could you fucking imagine if a spaceship hit you point blank and you're still standing? I mean, it's bad fucking ass. Like, Linnea is hurt, but like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, did it it ram itself against the wall or something? Or just ram? It rammed directly into you and passed you. But I'm still on it. Am I not on it? You couldn't land on it. You could only land right next to it. It okay. wasn't a type of thing that you could land directly on. Okay. So it just, you landed there, and then it just boom, ran right through you uh, and did 120 points of damage because you couldn't avoid it. Had you avoided it, you would have taken no damage. Wow. So Jesus. it's a very all-or-nothing situation. But your chief mate just got wrecked. And it is, I can't believe this is so, so much fun. It is now Seiyun's turn. Seiyun, you saw that. Seiyun sees this awful thing happen to someone whose name she doesn't even know at this point. They've been on the run as soon as they've seen each other because the stellar degenerator is loose and it can destroy the universe. But even though she has implanted memories and has no handle on them, she knows a bad time when she sees one and she casts greater invisibility on herself. And uh, I don't know if you want to see this on the map screen. And this might be for not because it might have ship sensors and stuff. But it's going to move 30 feet. Um, maybe not. Maybe like here, close to the irises. Uh, Greater invisibility and you just start moving in the yep. direction of the ship. I would fire, but the greater invisibility took up that action economy. Ellie, I noticed in the chat, our private chat, you wrote, had we not rested, I think I might have died. As Joe pointed out, you didn't rest. You took a short rest. Well, that's what I'm saying. Uh, okay. I, but had I not refilled my stamina, I, I think I would have... The, the max, oh, so the you're max, not saying you might, you might have actually died right no. now. You're saying you avoided death because we rested. Yeah. Exactly. Not even okay. death, unconsciousness. Well, but, but isn't max damage if you lose all your points and you have nothing left, but then you took enough more than your hit points or something like that? No. Massive damage you is you go. have to go below zero up to your HP. Okay. Or right yeah. or half your HP or something. I, I always messed that up. huge one. number. Yeah. Still yeah. bad. I mean, just taking you out of the fight is bad, because what if it rams somebody else and then it's just going to start boom, 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 firing away? Uh and once again, it did take damage in doing that. It took, well, I don't want to tell you what it took, but much, much less than what you actually took. But it did take some damage from crashing into you. Uh, risk reward. So Seiyun goes greater invisibility and slides throughout the room. It comes over to Callum now. Uh, Callum is going to use something that I haven't used, but I'm going to stealth in plain sight. I'm not going to move. I'm just going to start stealthing immediately by using my skin mimic as a Verthani. It's a racial trait. 
So if I don't move for a cool. round, um, I get a plus 10 racial bonus to my stealth checks. Um, so I'm, okay. he hasn't moved, and I think after seeing the ship annihilate Linnea, he is, like, frozen scared. And, and if anybody's going to say, oh, you're wearing, you're wearing your suit, you can't do your Verthani, it's a clear wave suit, and it's entirely invisible. And I've said it before, Callum's naked. I've naked. said it before. As the so, day is long. Boom. I just like he just blends into the background, chameleon esque, and you see like a faint outline, but he is like stealth. Just as a Twix wrapper over his stuff. Yes. <laughs> That's all you see. Uh, all right, so Callum goes uh, stealth in plain sight. Go ahead and give me that stealth roll. Sure. Mm. I like this. This is very cool to like go right into your ancestral talents 35 35 alright so Callum just if you look over you're like where the fuck did Callum go you just see a floor so cool uh, I always love that so much it's like a chameleonic move out of fear too it's like oh yeah uh, and it's like his whole thing was he's going through puberty it's hard to control his skin mimic stuff and this was absolute fear like he is fearful for Linnea fearful for the entire crew yeah I believe it. Uh, Dr. Friss, it comes back around to you at the top of round two. You knew to get the guy out of there. What are you going to do now? So what Friss would like to do, since he's over here by this crane, I'm wondering if there is a way for me to hack this piece of machinery to use it as a weapon against the spider. So just knock it out of midair. Yeah. The fly swatter. Uh... All right, that is a good instinct. Uh, you know that this thing can be controlled. Why not use it as a weapon of destruction? However, uh, you don't see any controls. So you think that, like, this must be controlled from a separate area. You would think that that area must be close by. But you don't see the controls here. Like, it's controlled in another room. Okay. So, yeah. God, I really just don't know what to do because I'm so far out of range. And, yeah, it's going to hold. Yeah, and, you know, it's not the worst idea. You you hope that your strongest fighters can take this thing down. Uh, but, yeah, you if you, you risk exposing yourself to another one of these... Uh, Collisions if you jump out there, so it's not the worst idea. You could always try and shoot something out there, but then again, you're exposing yourself. All right, so Friss is going to hold, and we'll go back to Dax. Dax, you realize now, seeing Linnea get crushed, how important uh, people like you are going to be to this fight. What do you do? Uh, he is going to take a big risk here mm. and f- stand his ground and fire at it three times. Oh, He's going to try to unload on it and just hope that that reflex save goes his way if this dude turns the ship on him. Fuck yeah, if I could on. get even one crit out of three rolls. Uh, okay. Here we go. First one. First shot is a 23. Now uh, it's been a, it's been a few eps. I feel like uh, since we did your whole triple attack at a minus six, minus six, uh, twenty three is a miss. Okay, 
Okay. This is Come be on, tough. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where are we at? Second shot is a miss. God damn it. I fucking shit can never roll well. And third shot is a miss. Same exact as the first roll. What were the rolls? Where are you at with the die roll, the nat roll? The nat, it was 11. I'm sorry. 11. Not 11. Uh, 12. Uh, 12. Yeah. So not, you know, not great rolls, but not terrible rolls. You know, you feel like you're close, but not close enough. Brutal. Brutal in this situation. Linnea, what the hell do you do? You just got knocked over. Uh, I mean, but like now I'm in within range, so I would like to I would like to do what I said I was gonna do. Uh, I wanna I wanna drag this asshole out of the cockpit, uh, and so chase it because it's just uh, a couple of squares away from me. Right. Uh, All right. So let's talk about this. Yeah. So you can see when you when you got right up next to it, you're like, there's no. It's not like there's a handle like you're trying to open a Ford Taurus. Uh, you know okay. what I mean? Like it's it, there. You would have to pry it open like the Incredible Hulk. So I would allow a strength check for sure. But it's not like there's a uh, he, he's in a cockpit where he presses a button. The thing comes down and he's locked in there safe and secure uh, in this particular ship. So, yeah, going in, just opening that up and throwing him out. It, now that you've analyzed the situation, possible, but a, a real stretch. A real stretch, okay. Fuck. I thought, okay. I was thinking, uh, and it can't be an athletics check. <laughs> it has to be a strength check. <laughs> you get athletics to cartwheel right on top of it and balance for a second well, before it throws be, you off. Well, exactly. I was thinking also, like, while she got rammed, she probably got into a really cool loop that might have inspired him. You're gushing blood. <laughs> <laughs> Gushing blood, but he might be into it because he's a weird corpse asshole. Anyway, okay, fine. I'll, in that case, since I, in that case, I'll uh, quick draw my artillery laser and shoot at it. Okay. Quick draw. Uh, do you want to take two shots or just one? Um, I think we need to really freaking hit it, but. You know what? I'm going to take two shots. Why the hell not? Okay. Why okay. the hell? You know that it's got some sort of uh, uh, defenses, like a hardness DR situation, so you need to do a lot of damage to this thing. Yeah. But you also need to hit it, so let's see what you get. All right. So first attack. Let's see here, just to give myself the proper penalties. Where's your ribbon in all this? Did you have to drop the ribbon in order to quit That's draw what I was. The- I was, um, was going to... Purposely ignore talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad we're all, all on the same page. <laughs> See, you've been to the Grant School of Gaming. <laughs> I tried to get rid of that ribbon episodes ago, Troy. You saw me. I try to help you out. I know you're a good guy. Okay, she uh, might so throw the away. ribbon falls down the open no, hole where no, the no. ship came up. She no, she's gonna she's gonna throw it to the side, so it's like right right to the to the next of the like on the ground. But to the right. So it's not lost. Okay. Drop and the ribbon. Hope for the best. Hope for fire the best. Away. Fire away. Uh, fire. Is that a natty one? It is a natty one. Fuck. Oh, <laughs> that's not God only a miss. Sakes. That is a fan <laughs> fumble. Oh, Next to an open it. iris. Does that iris lead out into space? <laughs> Oh, it's not good. No. It's not good. I can't believe it. Not good. 
<laughs> I thought it was a seven. I was like, please be a seven, but it's not. Oh, all right. Yeah. Uh, okay. This one from Nate in Kennewick, Washington. Nate, no! Kennewick. Wow. wow. He's so drunk right now. I love it. <laughs> just having a good time. It's Friday the title night. is You Filthy Animal. Due to excessive use or lack of proper firearm maintenance, sludge or debris blocks the barrel of your firearm or blaster, causing it to backfire, causing you to be stunned for 1d4 rounds. Fortitude save reduces uh, it to half, rounded down, minimum zero rounds. So if you save and roll a one, it's zero rounds, but uh, you could be stunned for up to four rounds. Fortitude save against the AC of the ship. Were you shooting at CAC or EAC? Uh, I was shooting at EAC. 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 All right. So give me a fortitude save against the the DC is the AC, the EAC of the ship. Okay, come on. I can't roll poorly twice. I'll get my D four already. Fucking four. Uh, Thirteen. Fortitude. You are stunned. Four. Out of the box. Oh my god. Three rounds. Oh, no. Or as you might know it, three rounds. (laughs) (laughs) And you are flying with a jetpack? Well, yeah, I am in the air, but but the thing is, and I'm so happy. Didn't we establish this uh, probably months ago? But, like, if you get stunned, you lose all your weapons. But since I did throw Mm -hmm. away my ribbon at least i didn't lose that yeah now you just lose the gun you uh, lose the gun too it all drops and and you plummet to the ground and you take uh, two points of damage not a lot uh, but you are now prone on the ground and stunned oh, not good for Linnea. um you did you were taking a full attack so you do get your second attack but you don't have any weapons so uh that's sadly your turn. Um, you know what? However, where your your plan was a full attack. You took the penalty. Yeah, no, that's your turn. I'm sorry, Linnea. I was trying for you, but I my hands are tied. Chris, maybe, what do you want to may- do? Maybe an acrobatics check to see if she falls gracefully and like makes him feel better about her. <laughs> no, I want you to feel bad. Mm-hmm. Well, you want <laughs> not me? You, not you. Linnea should feel bad, All embarrassed. Right. Chris, she should have cleaned her gun. Right. Clean your gun. When you're going to. taught her proper upkeep. When you're going to invade the Empire of Bones, you always clean your gun. <laughs> Captain K, your team is dying around you. What do you do? Um, the, I'm, I'm going to either assume that Friss and I. Friss maybe theorized about his, his uh, idea to use the arm aloud, or mm-hmm. great minds think alike. Uh, but. I like to think that everything. We all know what's going on here. Yeah. Uh, but he's going to point down to the other force field and this door. Is this a door right here? Um, oh, I'll point. Is that a door right there? Uh, it is, in fact. There are two doors leading into this room. And you think to yourself, oh, maybe that some there's a way to operate the crane behind that portal because they can see out. They would want to be able to watch and operate the crane. So yeah. it's a good theory. That's good theory. my theory. It might be so true. Kresk is going to point out and say, shall we make a run for it, Doctor? And then he will take, uh, Kreska will, uh, she do a, she, Kreska will do a full round run and she'll run into this cove. Full Just, run down to the cove. So I can get, <laughs> you know, there. Okay. 
right? Because twenty five. Yeah, I can actually. I can get down. Well, I can don't get down make sure you don't give him a chance to hit both of us in one shot. That's all. That's true. Uh, but he'd, he'd be stuck in that corner because I'm going to go down all the way to yeah, there. Yeah, as long as you're not right next to me. Okay, great. Yeah, and if where you can't open the door, you don't want to block the door for someone else's standard or move action to open it. So, All right, so Kreska just bolts all the way to the south to this little alcove between two doors, one leading uh, to the aft section of the ship. Uh, you don't know, a, a room of indeterminate size, one leading to another room of indeterminate size, but it looks like both doors lead into this room that looks out uh, past a red force field. Uh all right then, uh, Frissy did say, or she did say, we're I'll make a run for it. So if you want to jump in, you can. Let me know. Yeah, Friss, as the captain says this to him, he looks back and says, "Fascinating," and he does. He takes his turn and does the same thing. He runs and ends up right next to her in the corner by the door on the southern wall. It okay. is the ship's turn ship is facing in the direction of uh, Seiyun and Callum. Seiyun is, of course, uh, invisible, greater invisibility, and Callum is blended into the surroundings. Does the pilot see Callum? We don't know. It's also facing in the direction of uh, our android Dax. Does it try to do the same thing to Dax that it did Linnea? Or does it just start firing away at Dax? Luckily for Linnea, it's turned, so it would have to kind of maneuver its way around to get back to Linnea. Part of me wants to just ram old Dax. Oh my god, this is so brutal, because I didn't take short rest. Mm-hmm. Oh, right! So thinking I'd be fine, I didn't oh, know you'd take geez. 120 hit points per hit no. in this would that round, take you out? combat. Knowing that, comes. <laughs> give me metagaming. Metagaming. Right. Metagaming. Let me, let me roll my piloting check. I have Your to. Your pilot succeed. doesn't know I didn't take a short rest on the pilot check. <laughs> well, the same exact thing uh, that I rolled uh, against Linnea, Natty fifteen. Uh, so give me a reflex save. You got Sparky uh, reflexes, right? No. You either save and Staggering take no me. damage. I don't understand how this could be actually real in the rule book. Uh, David, uh, we we went over it in advance. Yeah. He he said this can't be right. And no, I no, said, no, 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 no. The soldiers <laughs> level oh. eleven <laughs> reflex save is plus three. <laughs> He's a soldier. That's awful. It's, How is that possible? I, I, it, it's broken. Do you have a condition yeah. on? Wait, wait, no, 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 no. It's I'm not plus three. The soldier's base is plus oh. three. Thank God I have a 20 dexterity to get up to a plus 8. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. It's the base that doesn't make sense. Uh, Okay, here we go. Need a high roll. Haven't had him lately. Uh, 18. 10. 10 on the die. Oh, my God, guys. We were on such a roll with the Starship Combat. Does that fail? Just made it. Oh! Oh! Oh, 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 Dax in the key! 
A 17 failed. So it was DC, it was 18, DC 18 reflex. Damn. Wow. So it it actually, no, it, it stops right in front of you and just, uh, you are what? able to no, 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 sense. no, 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 uh, a mess. And so, basically, had I used the race action, then I have to, like, try and control myself to uh, not crash into the wall. And then, like, did I use autopilot to do You know, I, I was just trying to move up to my speed, which gives me a lot more control. Had I tried to race, then, yeah, I do actually crash into it. Uh, it does allow itself a little bit of interpretation, but in this case, where you were, there, were in, within, within range, I didn't have to race for you. I can pretty pretty easily pilot, and you just duck past it, and I fly past you and stop inches away from the wall. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, but, yeah, you would have taken so much damage. Uh, all right, huge. So you have an opportunity here. It is Seon's turn. I'm interested to see what Seon is thinking. You're, you have greater invisibility, so you have the ability to attack without being discovered. Yeah, and, you know, it's a real shame because it's a, a ship. There would be maybe some more options available spell-wise to Seiyun uh, or at a more conventional opponent. So Seiyun is going to take the invisible opportunity to fire with impunity and fire twice at this um, this uh, awful, awful, weird little tweezer ship. Uh, here comes some <laughs> rocket-propelled rounds, bruh. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's good. Uh, the first one is a 17 to hit. Oof. Oh, dear. I know. I Suck lost all my dies during getting through that starship combat. I used all my good rolls <laughs> last week. Natural 20. Natural 20! Oh, he says... Oh. 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 <laughs> the pie comes a calling, motherfucker! Sorry. Critical <laughs> hit against the Thrinoti class assault fighter. Nice, dude! Uh, Joe, I need a, a, a... We don't have... No, it's just double damage. I always... It's just, yeah, it double damage plus however, critical effect. Yes, that's right. The critical does effect. It immediately cause everything to glitch? I wish. I wish. Yeah. <laughs> so you will take... That's not bad. Double damn. Is pr- that's pretty huge. 30 yeah. points of damage. Okay, Especially when you're again, dealing with hardness. That's not huge. Not all that gets through, but, you know, a good amount of it does. And uh, it's it's critical- thundering, so half the damage is sonic damage, if that matters for damage reduction. It does not. Uh, and the uh, critical effect is knocked down. Mm. <laughs> oh, interesting. The target is knocked prone. See page 277. David... Uh, well, so in the case of a, 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 a ship like this, you know, a ship that was hovering, I'm going to say that the critical effect doesn't do anything. Yeah. It crash, uh, you should crash to the ground and explode. It cra- <laughs> that's, that's a natural yeah. 20. It's got to mean something. It yeah, does. It's mean Double something. damage. Yeah. Um, that stupid, that, 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 that sealed cockpit just pops open. It <laughs> falls out. Slides out. It, it leaves a little opening for, for a flying... Uh, Dancer to come crack it. Uh, really? No. Really? Uh, huge, huge critical right there. There is a chance. There is a chance for you to pull out this, Callum. What do you come got? On. You're come on, Callum. In plain sight, uh, Callum. Ah, should I try to deal damage? I don't. Now I don't know. 
Why don't um, you know? Oh, uh, it's close to you. It's close to Kreska. I feel like all my stuff not, is. It's not going to be able to hit any of us. Like you're a prime target. So like anything that's going to make you even seen is probably risky. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to do something that will hopefully help everybody if you're able to get into that control room. Um, I am going to use my infinite worlds and pulling from alternate realities. I'm going to turn the air around the ship in a 10-foot radius, basically, um, like right directly in front of the ship, and I'm making it difficult terrain in game terms. I'm, I'm making these like thread-like things come through the air, sort of like webbing almost, uh, and I'm choosing the difficult terrain to only be applicable to flying. So it will only alter your fly speed capabilities. Oh, that's interesting, because I was going to say, this thing is hovering uh, so that the difficult terrain wouldn't matter, but you're able to alter it to affect just flying things. So you're basically, it's not even coming up from the ground, it's coming in the, in air, the air, creating yep, some sort of uh, hazard. Very I like cool. That. And is that just that five-foot square, or is it radiate out from there? Yeah, ten-foot radius from there, yep. Okay, um... Great. I don't have anything that looks like that, so I'll just put these wires here. <laughs> and once I do that, I'm also going to uh, move, because that's not great. Uh, but I have nowhere to move to, but I'm just going to move uh, further into the uh, ship pod area things. Betwixt the irises. Betwixt the irises. All right, can you see that, John? Yes, Sweet. I can see it. Okay. Uh, all right. So that is creating difficult terrain for it. That would actually uh, complicate things for its ability to try and ram a lama ding dong. All right. So good, go good tactical move there by Callum, who spent last episode just communing with the uh, the magical spirits surrounding you. It is now top of a new round, and it is Dax's turn as Friss has moved in initiative order. Dax, you were came within inches. I mean, you like I imagine you matrix moved out of the way, and the thing just like yeah. your jacket and your jacket flapped up did not yeah. hit you. Uh, he's going to do the same thing, same thing again. Uh, he's going to turn and just point blank range to this thing. Try to just. Doof, 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 doof. Uh, just melt its engines with a uh, laser rifle, a yellow star plasma array. Yep. Uh, here we go. Oh, you're very First close. shot, natural 18. There we oh, go. Nice. Nice. First shot is a hit that is... Uh, sorry. Um, How is it possible it's that low? Wow. 18 points of damage, Ooh. which is a horrific roll. Okay, not God. great. Not great. Some, but God. some of it did get through. Second shot is a miss, natural seven. Third shot, natty 19. Okay. Ooh. All right. Come on. Can I get something on this 2D10 cooking? There we go. Nine and a seven. That is 27 points of uh, electricity and fire. Okay. Okay. So, a good round for Dax. Two out of three, to quote the great Ain't Milo. Ain't bad. Ain't bad uh, at this stage of the game. Uh, all right, great. It is Linnea's turn. Linnea still smarting from that ram. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ship is now not even facing you. You have a chance to uh, give it a pop. No. What are you thinking? I mean, I'm stunned. You're stunned for three more rounds. Good talk, Linnea. <laughs> uh, Going down the only road I've ever known. <laughs> it's Kreska's turn. Kreska. Was that a Shakira cover? I love it. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that did sound Shakira. exactly like Shakira. Oh, That's no, amazing. No, 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 no. Eleanor, here I go again. Is that uh, Shakira over there? 
That's good. All right, Captain K. Will you allow me to to open that door? Even though Chris is standing in front of me, he's only three feet tall. Uh, Yeah, you know what? That's fine. Okay. That's fine. I'm going to say you could move to like the space above him, open it, and then finish your move action. So, yeah. Okay, so I'll move up to the space above him, open it, and then slip into the room. You open in that door to that room? Yeah. Oh, no! Really? All right, Matthew. I'm sorry. What was the theory that there was a control panel back there? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. This is... Uh... I'll reveal it first, and then we're going to talk about it. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Joking? I feel like you're joking. Oh no! Oh, you! Fuck. This oh, is no. uh, oh. this is a bit of a situation in here. Okay, let me explain oh. it in uh, plain terms. It's a long, narrow room. Okay, there are no uh, entrances or exits besides the one directly across the uh, room from you and the one that you just opened. Uh, long, narrow room crowded with controls, monitors, readouts. Covering the walls and even the ceiling. Colored lights blinking and flashing adjacent to numerous switches and keypads. The starboard wall, looking out towards where this battle is happening, has a single long window. And uh, that's not all, because there are two creatures very similar to the creature that was on the ship that you stole, uh, wired in. To these controls, oh. and this is a, oh. a close-up of what they look like. Oh. oh, that is amazing art! Oh, nice. But then they're they're not monsters. They're, they're just, just like yeah. It's sort of like Matrix. Like picture the Matrix if the Jack in was in the front and it looked horrible, and you were an undead zombie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, this guy's got a beard and hair. I mean, he looks like more like a corpse that has been uh, reanimated than just your classic uh, zombie from a zombie movie. You know what I mean? You think of uh, uh, Librians or corpse folk, there is a, a bit of a, a, a Halloween feel to it. This isn't that. This looks like uh, a, 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 a person that was recently dead. Yeah, it looks like a... Like a uh like like an engineer on a starship that is dead and found frozen like in the op- the exposed hull of the starship like mm-hmm. that that's what it looks like and then jacked into so there are or- two of them uh jacked in uh to these these computers covering the walls um that's what you say. So you can uh with the rest of your move action move in if you cho- so choose or just end your turn I will move in with the rest of my move action, and then I will cast a spell. I will cast Command Undead on the first one, hoping that it operates much... Or actually, can I do a mysticism check to see if it would operate the same as the zombie on the honor ship? Uh, hold, please. Uh... Because something happens when you walk into the room. Oh, no. No, no, no. Basically, as you pass the threshold, uh, a, uh, (laughs) like, ray of energy just swung right directly at you. Oh, God. And I need you to roll a fortitude save. Okay. That is my worst save. Oh no! 
I just like would like to go on record saying I'd prefer to be a different save. You'd prefer, you know what? I've taken it under advisement. I'm going to stick with fortitude. Right. <laughs> I'll have that stricken from the record. Fourteen. Four. Terrible roll. Terrible Fourteen. save. Oh, no. Wait, do I have any conditions on why is it so low? <laughs> All right, so this death ray hits you. For 47 points of damage. Wait, hold on. As a reaction, as a reaction, Callum um, feeling like the mystic telepathic connection between uh, him and Kreska, I am going to use Prevent Wounds, and I'm going to take 5d4 away from that. Do you need line of sight for that spell? Uh, I don't believe so. I think it's just within an ally just within 100 feet. Awesome. Uh, so let me roll online because I don't have five d four. I mean, you me. need line of sight for you, everything. What? Essentially, you, I mean, huh? he is looking at me through a window. So that yeah, that's that a window, field. though, right? So you have yeah, line yeah. of sight. You just okay, don't I need see. line of effect, which I don't think you don't necessarily need. Yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry, line. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So let's see what I get. Fifteen. Fifteen off of that. I oh. do what I can. Get a little little help from your friends. There you go, Callum. Uh, All right, the only reason I asked was because there was under fog of war. I thought we couldn't see through that, but we're good. Uh, no, no, we, we already said we're good. It's a window. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm yeah, clarifying yeah, no, my position. Yeah, no, you're good for the purposes of what you're trying to do here. Uh, all right, so Friss, you're standing Wait, there and you see Kreska get zapped. I'm just l- giving Friss the lowdown on this. Uh, Kreska, now you get hit. What do you want to do? I want to roll that mysticism check to make sure these guys operate the same as the zombie on our ship. Okay. In, in terms of, could I use Command Undead to influence them? Give me that check. Okay, there's there's the better roll. Uh, that is a... 20, uh, 34. Ooh. This is a mysticism check. Um, yeah. So, you already know that these zombies, it looks like they're wired to receive commands from the cables and also give commands these ones you would think they operate in the same way like they they they're receiving information and then send they're 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 using their brain to like carry out commands as well with the 34 mysticism check you realize that the process of issuing such commands is as much magical as it is technological and it seems like as no commands are currently being given to them, there's no way to hack or emulate the signals that are taking place within whatever they're doing without either more examples of the system or several days spent tearing apart the panels and analyzing their components. So you don't have the latter. So looking at this, you're like, man, between what we learned on the ship and what I'm learning right now, if we just had like a a greater sample size of this situation, I feel like we might be able to alter the way communications work on this ship. Does cool. that make sense? Yeah. Great. So that's great in the long term, but not helpful at all in the short term. Not helpful in the short term. Uh, it's not the information you wanted, but it's the information you got. Yeah. And, so there's... and a greater check will not yield you more information. You okay. need more samples of this. You've got to find more of these zombies wired in. Mm. Okay. Then... Uh, 
Kreska will warn Friss about of everything he just learned. So it looks like the other thing it seems like you're saying is there's no way for us to control the crane from this room. No, there absolutely could be. Um, but you just were rolling specifically on a mysticism on these zombies. Oh, so uh, like he could, if he if he sat down on one of the terminals, he might be able to do it with a computer stick. Yeah, Frisk doesn't have to kill himself, turn into a zombie, and wire himself in to do it. <laughs> you think he could just hack into the system and very well be able to uh, Great. C- control this crane and use it as a weapon. Is there any way for me to do a check to see if that trap that uh, zapped me will zap anyone or if it's been spent or like there's some sort of I can look around the room to understand? Uh, roll a perception check to try and figure out how it works. Uh, that is 28. Not enough. Uh, had you hit the perception, I would have given you a chance to disable it. So you're not quite sure should Friss pass the threshold if it won't go off again. One thing you can do is give chan- Friss a chance to check before he pops in. But if he doesn't roll high enough perception, you won't know until it hits him. All right. I will warn Friss, and then I will move towards the other door, and that will be my turn. Okay. All right. So you slide past these twitching zombies to the other door. Warn Friss. You're like, hey, hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> There's a truck. Maybe. <laughs> Uh, Maybe. Roll perception. Roll perception. Make roll, roll perception. perception and hope for the best. It is Friss's turn. All right. Uh, Friss, seeing what happened, he is going to make a perception check to see if the same thing might happen to him if he went in. Uh, 30. You don't You don't think so? Okay. Either way, he's going to risk it, so he's going to go in. Uh, so Frisk slides in, and sure enough, it hits you. And as this thing hits you, you realize, like, it's because we're alive. It's because we're alive. This is like dead people can walk freely back. That The second it, it senses any sort of actual sentient life, boom, there's an automatic switch that goes off and fires at you. Roll a fortitude save. Oh, shit. Uh, that is... Jeez. Uh, 21. 21 is the DC exactly. That is high. So you take... uh, Welcome to book six. You take half damage, 20 points of negative energy damage as this death ray just boom hits you. You shrug it off and you are in the room at the controls. I don't take any damage. Oh, that's right. (laughs) See, it's worth it for you to risk going in there. Exactly. Why? Unfortunately. Uh, never mind. I take the damage. All right, so I oh, go in. Not engagement. Sorry, fortitude instead of reflex. Hoisted by your own I go in and uh, I don't know. I just I, I see if there's anything I can do to uh, I, I'd like. I'd like to work the crane, but I can I do a check to see if there's anything else I can do. Yeah. To affect this combat. Absolutely. So um, you. The controls are crane. You can work the crane. The controls for the crane are unsecured, so you don't have to hack the computers to use it. You look at this and you're like, "I can do this." Yeah. So you're basically going to. Uh, you can use the crane to swing down and smack at this ship. Uh, you have to be either proficient with advanced melee weapons or. Powered armor to avoid taking a minus four to the roll. Uh, all right. Um, are you no? Probably not with powered armor, but are you uh, proficient no. with advanced melee weapons? 
Oh, actually, with operative, I'm not sure. I don't. I don't, think, I so, don't think by default. No. No. So, um, Friss pulls his hailstorm pistol out of its out of its sheath. Points Wait, it right I'm at his temple. With advanced melee weapon. Pulls the trigger. <laughs> oh, Realizing that he's at the end of his usefulness in this adventure. <laughs> really didn't see that coming. Um, uh, yeah, so if he says, like, uh, to, uh, Captain, you may be able to work this. I can't. And we need someone to lure that thing over the area of the crane, I think. Well, you can, you can try it. You just take a you minus four. You can try it. You just take a minus four. I know, um, but I'm not going to hit it. You're not going to hit it. You can not going to hit it. You have the standard action. You're free to take it if you want. Because the thing is, we need to lure it into the area of the crane, right? No, the crane so moves. No. It can move it anywhere okay. in the room. Yeah, okay. like the ceiling has a crane grid. That crane moves all around the room. So it's worth at least taking a shot, even though it's okay. a very small chance you'll hit. Okay, then I, I will I will do what I can to, to, to take a shot with it. Okay. Um, so, yeah, this is going to be a straight-up melee attack uh, okay. at a minus four. Uh, natural one. Oh, so, no. oh my god! I think a second ago I said the worst thing that could happen is you miss, and I I forgot that is not because of the fan fumbles. <laughs> is there is no check? way. I mean, why does this have to happen to Skid? And why do I have to read it? There is no possible way. There is no melee fumble on this entire list that could possibly make sense for what's actually happening <laughs> so here. So dumb. And Skid is going to be livid at it's whatever so is said. It's already I'm, stupid. He's already angry, so just I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, <laughs> Alex, <laughs> from dang old Wisconsin. Uh, prepare to be already shit on the Packers. I, I got that out of yeah. the way. Uh, tangle of limbs. <laughs> In a fantastic and desperate fit of frustration, you flail wildly all around you, Friss, as you're trying to control this computer. Tripping yourself up and entangling anyone within range, you fall prone. What the fuck is this? This doesn't make any fucking sense. I know, I know. Unless you reinterpret it to say that the crane itself gets tangled up in some cables or something. So there's a ton of cables. Well, like, there's no coming reason. So wait, who's going to suffer from this fumble? Friss or the crane? Friss. He fumbled. The Why would the, I fall prone? Oh, wait, the crane. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. There's wires all over the place, okay, uh, in so this room in t- that are like, you would think that originally there would have been zombies all along these seats. So Friss is trying to maneuver. Maybe you just smack one of them. Him going prone, I'm not so concerned about. But what is the penalty beyond prone? Prone and grappled as you're caught up in all this stuff. So, right, uh, so I'm not you worried save, about the prone. You get but- a reflex save to avoid the, the grappled. <laughs> all right. Oh, boy. <laughs> Fan, uh, fan fumble. That's a thirty on the save. All right, okay. so, so you just fall prone. Yeah, there's yeah. all the. It's like a, the the things that come out of a a plane, like the oxygen mass. It's like that. There's all, nodes everywhere. So you're trying to wade through these nodes and trying to find a way to work the crane. You're like, I don't even think I can use this, and the fucking nodes are in your way, and you almost get tangled, but you pull yourself out. See, that's how you do it, folks. You take lemons and you make lemonade. <laughs> just for clarification's sake. The reason a fumble is working on a skill check is because it was a skill check used to operate something that was going to wasn't necessitate a melee attack. attack. Oh, it wasn't attack. Attack. Okay. Uh, But it is now the ship's turn. Got it. On the plus side, Skid, you're inside a room that the ship can't access. Yeah, no, I feel, I feel great. Like, what... <laughs> 
we can go out after all the the, the carnage has been <laughs> dealt out and uh, recruit a new team to finish Cowards. this adventure. Lock yourself in the closet. The ship will fly uh, slowly through this debris. It'll get just outside of the circle, uh, turn, uh, and fire. Well, let me see here, range-wise. It has perfect maneuverability. It's not, it, it, The vehicle chases work much differently than uh, actual star, starship combat. So... Uh, Linnea is just out of range, so it's going to fire its weapon at Dax. Well, just to be clear, it can turn on a dime anywhere at any time. It doesn't have to move to turn. Uh, so, David, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, it's it's really dumb, but because he's moving within... The ship is ridiculous. It can move up to 60 feet without kind of these race checks and the maneuverability stuff, or up to, what is it, Troy? 1,100 feet. <laughs> yeah. 1,100 feet on one move, which is absolutely outrageous. But if you roll normal, piloting checks, and then you're a lot more limited yeah. in your maneuverability, but when you're just moving at your slow speed, yeah, again, it's super gray. It's just the way we're so yeah, it's. But uh, the other forms of movement have a little bit more specificity about turning. But here, you basically can just turn. It, it's stupid. But, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now, no, if I, mean, I was trying yeah, to fine. get... I just want to... For strategy going forward in the fight, like, I thought it would be strategic to get behind it, but it's meaningless, so... Yeah, so think about it in terms of, like, okay, that's what it can do. Now I know and adjust accordingly. Yeah. Because uh, you're learning just as you're watching this thing. It's going to try and uh, fire at you um, because it uses move action uh, to do that. It's not going to ram this round. It's just going to try and... Just going to try and shoot you with its fucking... It's going to be rough. It's going to be rough. If it softens me up... And then runs into me. That could be down, down, going down. I don't even know if I've rolled a d20 today. Here we go. <laughs> uh, that is going to be a uh, 27 to hit. Miss. Oh. Ah! <laughs> wow. So it just boom flashes off the wall where Friss and Kreska are. Just these sparks fly. Uh, and it misses. Max is just like covering his head from this rain of sparks as the wall explodes next to him as he is 1v1ing a fighter ship. <laughs> a fighter. Uh, Seon, can you uh, can you do your magic again? Because oh, Dax might need it. Jeez, um, I think Seon's best choice of action. Just give me one quick little look over here. Is there no Technomancer spell that is like a version of an EMP that'll just like shut technology down for a round? Like, is that not something that's like on the list? Mm, not that I have at the moment. Um, let me just do a quick. Little, I'm going to fire uh, with impunity again at it. I think that's the best round of action. So here comes two shots of rocket-propelled, explosive, thundering ordnance. The first one to hit is a 24. 24 against EAC? That should be KAC, I believe. It's a rocket, so I think it's KAC. Yeah. What damage type? What damage type? That's the question. Sonic? Half is Sonic? And what's the other half? Uh, the other half, uh, it'll be bludgeoning. Didn't so we talk about this a couple weeks it's ago? Gonna be, it's going to be KAC then. KAC 24 yep. is a miss. Then. Okay, here comes the second attack. 18 on the die, 28 to 28. hit. 
is a hit. All right. I this is all you need. It's like one of these is a hit every time you guys do multiple attacks. Yeah. You need two of them to crit is what you need. That would be, that would be very helpful. <laughs> I think better. everyone wants that in every combat. <laughs> oh. uh, 15 points of damage. 15, so yeah, not a ton gets through. God, um, this is so painful. I mean... Uh, you're doing great, but this is unlike anything you've ever fought. I should have. Just, come inside, so weird. just come inside the control room. You'll only have to take like 40 points of damage, but then it can't hit you. <laughs> yeah. Could we just all go in the control room and then just each take turns on the crane? Like, my turn. My turn. And like, just, a, like, a spe- like a grab. Like a closure. Yeah. yeah, we're all like in sort of orders. We're like, oh, 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 I got the Celtics ball. Uh, uh, Callum, you're up. Okie dokie. Uh, biggest biggest yeah. turn of your life. For sure, for sure. Uh, Callum is going to use his last uh, fourth level spell slot to cast Cosmic Eddy and create another area of effect around this ship to hopefully contain it and also deal some freaking damage. Uh, let's I believe see. in you, Callum. So... You need to make a reflex save. A reflex save. My ship needs to make a reflex save. It says flying creatures within the eddy must attempt an acrobatics check to fly. I don't know if it counts. You're not a creature. You're a ship. Let's go to to David Winters on this one. I mean, the, the problem is, and I agree, and I think you should be able to retcon this if you so choose, is it re- refers to the damage, damaging creatures. It refers to the checks relevant to the creatures. And I would think, since this is a vehicle, it's probably different. Yeah, so uh, what I can do for you, Sydney, is I can uh, I can house rule something that will be like uh, high risk, low reward, or let you try something else. Uh... Uh, high risk meaning I'll get hurt. No, high risk meaning like uh, it, you may You'll waste use your, your fourth turn. level spell slot, and it won't even do anything. Yeah, I'll roll a save, and it like might. That's the risk. You might do a little okay. damage. Um, you know what? I take out your gun. I take yourself. out my gun. <laughs> Fritz oh, and Callum have killed himself. So in this much gun. more <laughs> sense to take out my gun and shoot a ship than use magic against it. But I will take out my gun, and I'm gonna shoot the ship with my gun. Okay. <laughs> what the fuck are you putting Whoa! on me? A boulder fell from the <laughs> ceiling. Giant gray meatball. The cosmic eddy backfired. And, uh, I didn't landed. even. Was that what you were going to do? I yeah. didn't even uh, fan, fan fumble it and you're dropping stuff on me. Uh, all right, so you pull it. Do you have quick draw? Nope. All right, so one shot. Make it count. Yep. Rolling I... at 20. Hold Come on. on. Come on, Sid. Oh, Rolling oh. at 20. Sid. Sid. My Sonic. Thunderstrike is my other one. Thunderstrike! <laughs> 15 plus 10. That's a 25. Against? Uh, wait. Against, what is it? It's EAC. EAC. It's a laser gun, yeah, isn't it? EAC. It's not, yeah. That is a hit. Thank goodness. Oh my god, this thing. Ooh. Yeah, would not have been a hit against Gag. God damn. Um, max damage, one, 8 plus 5. Okay. All right, so Four, not 14? a... T- 13? 13. So, yeah, not not a ton gets through. You're just but it's shooting magic. A, it is magic. Uh, but just, pff, hits it. Um, what do you mean it's magic? Troy, it's, you mean it's a Troy, laser it's, beam. Right? All of Quick my aside. attacks yeah. are magic. The magic it, bypasses the hardness? No, but yeah. it's not... 
relatively damaged yet, is it? Uh, it's get, it's getting there. Oh, it's I, I there, see okay. what you're saying. Uh, yeah, no, it's past that. A threshold? So that, that will impact AC, by the way, going okay. forward. It just yeah, passed so. it uh, last right, shields. turn. Uh, good point. You know, it's so funny. I was bringing up your email note about this, and I was like, oh, I think we're getting close to that. Oh, look at that. Well, that, well, that stinks. That really stinks. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, all right, so you guys are doing good. That's what you should be excited about. <laughs> the shields are down. The shields, the shields are, down. are down. Fire freely. New, new round. Dax, huge round here because this thing is firing up. It could go this after so Callum now. I know this is so miserable. Like Callum, I was going to try Dax to get behind the wall, but I can't do it. I, I just Man, I can't whatever. do it. Uh, why would it fly through my thing? And now I'm not going to get three attacks either because I got to because I got to move. Why are you going to uh, move? That's he, only because he has to protect Callum. He can't let no, this thing. No, no, don't worry, don't worry. I have. Full everything. I'm like so stocked up. I, I don't, never get hit in battle. Do not worry about me, for real. I like All right, Callum says this calls us back at him. I got this. All right, Callum. Here we go. Taking three shots then, and just just begging for a natural one at this point. Uh, I've, I've dodged it long enough. The and smoking. miss. It's smoking. You should give me your results if they're close. Yeah. Oh, right, right, changed. right. That's a twenty-three. Against EAC. That's why you should always give me results. Because oh. it was the same uh, yeah, 12 yeah. from before. Yeah. And well, this is David's uh, note. It's, it's, you basically, you've broken it. So it takes a penalty uh, to its AC. Okay, that's 19 points of damage. Okay, not all gets through, but next shot lot does. is a 13 plus 11, 24 against EAC. Another hit. Another hit, and that is uh, 21 points, electricity okay. and fire. Okay. Come on, Daxi McGoon. Oh, Trippy would be huge. Natural 17. He hits oh, all three. Yes. Wow. Uh, and a nine and a seven. That is uh, 28, seven, 20, yeah, 27 points, electricity and fire. Wow. Okay, so three big hits. It is just smoke is coming out of the tailpipe. Yes. Little flame near the cockpit. Uh, the ship is in bad shape. Huge round from Dax. Linnea, you're going to throw caution to the wind with your four hit points. What are you going to do? I am still stunned for two more rounds, right? That's right. I'm sorry I keep bringing it up. I keep forgetting. Captain K, uh, Linnea is permanently dead. What do you do? (laughs) (laughs) It's an inaccurate statement, but having seen Friss operate the controls, Chris is like, oh, I think I can do this. And she turns the controls. And I do have advanced melee weapon proficiency. So I will try to. I I had to take that feat. Just to be able to use a Dashko. And I was like, oh, well, this is a waste of a feat, but I can't not do it because. Oh my God. So you did this at level one? Level, level one. one. That was, was my first feat. Are you not entertained? Roll <laughs> to hit. So this is just my this normal. could be huge. If this crane comes over and just like, ba boom, salad, that oh, would be please, amazing. Please, please, please. Just a normal melee attack, right? Normal melee attack. I have from the damage 95 right here. feet away. Just your normal average melee attack from 95 Weapon feet. Weapon specialization does not apply to this because you're not specializing the crane, but yeah, normal melee attack against its now lowered AC because it's broken. Uh, Natty 15 for 27. <gasps> against CAC. 8d6 <sighs> bludgeoning damage. Give it to me. Oh, <laughs> so Captain K is like, I got this for us, and you just maneuver the crane, and you 
swing it full force at this thing. Comes flying down. Oh, you know what I'm picturing? I'm picturing the things in the training area in um, Live, Die, Repeat. Yeah. When he's like training, it's those cranes that like zip across the room in there. They draw blades on them in there. I'm a thousand percent sure this is where this was coming from. This had 28 points of damage. 28 points of damage. (laughs) It is on its last legs. Oh, come on! Finish it. It's Dr. Friss's turn. Friss. Doctor, you can do it! Come on! Friss, uh, inspired by this captain's competence, uh, runs out of the room and tries to do a trick. Can I do a trick attack against this thing? Yeah, sure. Yeah, let's see why not. Um, and that's it's only only Callum can't do anything against this thing. Right. And that's all, it's still automatic, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, 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 so it's, lame. Its level is 11. So, yeah, it would be okay. a, the equivalent of, I think, your automatic up until 13th or something. Yeah. Um, and that is a 27 against... EAC. That is a hit. Okay. Come on, Friss. I'll tell you right now, Friss. Well, you know, tell me how much damage you did. Okay. <laughs> All right. Come on. I didn't expect to do any damage here. So I... <laughs> if you give me a moment. <laughs> 25 points of damage. 25 points of damage. Friss, stymied by the cr- controls, pushing the wires and the nodes out of the way. <laughs> Hell with this. He comes out and just gets a beat on this thing, hits it, boom! The Marine stumbles out of the cockpit and looks at you. He's surrounded by all of you, but then down the hallway you hear intruders, intruders. Oh my god. And we'll see you next week. Even up yet, and you're hurt, and oh, we're starting another John. This is horrible. Oh my god! Could you imagine if it's another ship? We're dead. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah. A talking ship this uh, time? Oh, yeah. that was great! <laughs> I can't believe well Los Angeles, done. Los Angeles Rams. I can't believe it. it was Los Angeles Rams. Was Los Angeles Rams. <laughs> Bye. Bye, everybody. Good night. Androids and Aliens is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Dead Sons is copyright 2017. Dead Sons and the Starfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Starfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.